listening to the Ditch the Budget podcast, and I'm your host, Heidi Rumor. I'm a wife, a mom of two young boys, and I've spent the last 17 years in financial services as a licensed financial planner, insurance specialist, and debt crusher. My goal is to show you that there's more to life than counting calories and paying bills, and that you truly can get out of debt and build wealth without the restrictive budget and complicated spreadsheets. So if you're ready to reduce your financial stress and truly live the life of your dreams, then tune in and let's do this. I get asked this question. I can't even tell you how many times I get asked this question. Um, So first of all, welcome. Should I pay off debt? And truthfully, it is such a loaded question and it really does not have, this is a super annoying answer and I know that it's super annoying, but it really does take consideration. You have to think about all the different aspects. So we'll go through a little bit of it today, but really truthfully, it comes down to your goals, where, you know, where do you see yourself in time? How much time do you have? What are you saving for? What do you need to invest in? How much debt do you have? Like there, it's such a loaded question that there isn't a cookie cutter answer to, to the, to this question. But here's what I will say. Here's what can help guide you in your decision-making process of whether or not you should save or pay off debt. So the first thing is you really want to get crystal clear on your goals. I preach this so much, uh, but it's so, so true, is you need to figure out what you actually want your money to do for you. For some clients, they just want to make sure that they are able to pay their bills with ease, right? And not have to worry about shuffling money around. I'm working with a client right now and they're essentially, you know, paying a line of credit and then they're transferring money from the line of credit onto the visa card and then doing a cash advance from the visa card into their bank account. And it's just this cycle, right? And there's so much stress around that. So for that client, their financial goal is to really improve their cash flow. And so looking at ways that we can do that is really super important to them. So defining your goals, maybe your goal is you want to retire. I had another client that told me they wanted to retire in the next 10 years. Great. Let's take a look at what your current uh, retirement looks like. How much money do you think you're going to need based on what you're doing today? Because anything can change in the next 10 years, right? Based on what we're doing today, that's more. Are we investing enough? How are we saving for that? What's the most appropriate savings vehicle to do that? Is it through, if you're Canadian, is it through an RSP? Is it through a TFSA? Is it through, you know, non-registered investment? Should you be increasing your pension? Like there's so many different aspects to it. And I know it can feel overwhelming. And that's why there really are, that's why I have a job, right? That's why there's professionals in this space to help guide you um, to figure out how you can reach your goal in the fastest way possible and the most efficient way possible, okay? So here's what I will say though. For, I don't even know how many, how many clients that I've seen this with, but I would venture a guess of, you know, 70% of my clients when they come to me and we start working on their financial picture and we start working on their cash flow. Inevitably, I find out that they have the savings account, right? So they have their checking account where all of their income flows into, their expenses come out of, and then they have the savings account where they keep, you know, a couple hundred to a couple thousand dollars in, which is great, right? I always think that you should have an emergency fund set up, but for some of these clients, it's not earmarked for emergencies. It's just a savings account. They're not sure what they're going to need that money for, but they have this little side account when they open their bank up in their 
you know, teen years when they got their first job. Many of us are still banking with the same people we banked with when we got our first job. So, you know, I think it's very often we see a checking account and a savings account attached to that, but we're not really taught how to use it efficiently. So if we, you know, very often I'm dealing with clients, they have some money tucked aside in a savings account, but yet they're carrying debt. And so the conversation again comes back to what are your goals? Is this debt causing you stress? What is your money mindset? Because some money mindsets can actually handle in their mind, right? They can handle that debt better because not all debt is bad, right? There's sometimes, you know, hey, if we didn't have debt options to us, then I know for me, I wouldn't have been able to buy my home, right? I needed a mortgage in order to do that. So there are some very, very useful purposes for debt. If if I didn't go into debt with student loan, I probably wouldn't have had the education that I had, right? So you can see where I'm going with that. Where it becomes a problem and where debt becomes a problem is when your cash flow, so having the ability to pay for things and having money accessible to you is not supporting your lifestyle. And what tends to happen then is now you're going in debt to service your lifestyle. In that scenario, now we're maybe adding to the debt load because we haven't fixed the cash flow issue. So that's always number one, right? Well, I guess number two, after we define our goals, right, is really fixing, let me turn this phone off, is really fixing the cash flow, right? So that we can not get into further debt. But then we also want to have a debt repayment plan and figure out what's the most efficient way to structure the debt. That's number one. Oftentimes that gets missed. How do you structure the debt in the most efficient way? Step number two is how do we pay it off in the most efficient way? Again, looking at your money mindset, how you think about money, um, you know, are you, do you need to sacrifice some of your lifestyle? Is it just not sustainable? For many of my clients, they're very happily surprised that I don't cut things out of their budget. I'm not telling them go back and cut your cable and stop drinking Starbucks, you know, that again, we have to maybe put some boundaries around it and think about it in a little bit more of a responsible way. But once you define those goals, right, once you define your financial goals, then it it all really comes into place because now we have the puzzle. Now we know exactly what we're looking to solve. We just got to find the the best puzzle pieces and and the way that it will fit together the best. Um, Okay, so you know, this whole notion of having a savings account while carrying debt, I think definitely needs to be addressed. So here's what I will say about that. If your goal is, first of all, if your goal is to pay off debt, that's your financial goal, then your money sitting in a savings account that's not earning any any interest is not serving you, right? I always say have an emergency fund, but if you're carrying debt, start with a $1,000 emergency fund. Why $1,000? So this is you know, recognized by many financial professionals. And really the, the key reason for the $1,000 emergent starter emergency fund is to see you through exactly what it says, right? See you through an emergency. So most home deductions, so let's say you had a flood in your home, most home insurance, the deductions are around $500 to $1,000. If you can, if you currently have your home and auto insurance at a $500 deductible, if you can save that $1,000 starter emergency fund, call your provider for your home and your auto insurance, here's a little tip, and just ask to get that deductible raised to the $1,000. 
what what will inevitably happen for you is your rate for your insurance will go down. That's kind of the first tip is have that $1,000 emergency fund, starter emergency fund. We defined our goal for this. For example, if you're somebody that came to me and you defined your financial goal as somebody that this the stress of the debt is really, you know, it's affecting your relationships, it's affecting your marriage, um, you're not sleeping because of this debt load, then I think what we need to do is take a look at, does it make the most sense to put that money into paying off your debt? Now, why people don't do this? So there's a lot of science around this, behavioral science around this. Why people don't do that is because once you pay off debt, for example, if it's on a credit card, right, we feel like we no longer have access to that money. But hear me out. Let's say you had $5,000 on your credit card and you had $5,000 sitting in a savings account, earning zero interest or maybe very, very low interest. It makes more sense for you to take that $5,000 if your goal is to pay off debt, right? Again, we always wanted to find the financial goal. If your goal is, if you tell me that your goal is to retire in the next 10 years and we don't have the money there, then maybe we need to invest that money. So again, it always comes down to a conversation and figuring out what the best course of action is. But let's say in this case, it does make the most sense to pay off the debt because of the stress and the retirement goals are going to be met and all the other goals are going to be met. So what effectively what happen is be in your in your brain in your mind you think oh i want access to that $5000 just in case something happened it's savings i want to save it if i go and put it on my credit card now i'm not going to have access to that money anymore and that's just simply not true because $5000 sitting in your bank account if you put that $5000 and pay off your credit card you're still going to have your credit card, right? So if you needed that, let's say an emergency was more than $1,000, you can still have access to that credit, right? You still have that credit card for the $5,000 is just now open for you to be able to put that money on. Okay, so I don't usually recommend people closing down their accounts. You can lock your cards if you have a spending issue. You know, we definitely, when I uh, put my clients through the Fix Your Finances course, so make sure you click on the show notes, or if you're watching the Facebook video, make sure you check out that course below. I'll put it in the comments below. But essentially, that course is really going to get to the root problem, uh, the root cause of your spending. For some of you, it's just, you know, you're overspending for your lifestyle. So we've got to clean some things up. Uh, so you really, you still are going to have access to that money. It's just in a different way, right? So instead of it being in a savings account tucked away, it's now paid off your debt, but here's what it can do. So paying off that debt, again, if that was the desired financial goal and that was something that was really important that we wanted to achieve, well, now um, you're freeing up that payment, that cash flow payment to service that debt. So if that $5,000, uh, so I just ran some quick numbers. So $5,000 credit card, for example, at 21%, it's costing you about 80 to $90 just in interest, right? Plus your probably your $10 payment that goes towards the principal because most credit cards, they add $10 on from the interest that you owe. So if you're, you're servicing that debt, you're putting $100 a month on that debt, it's going to take you 10 years to pay that off. And you would have paid over 7000 almost $7,000 in interest. So it's crazy, right? So that $5,000... You know, turns into 12, 
very, very quickly because of your interest that you've had to pay over the over that 10 year period. Not to mention something that you can't really measure is the stress, right? You can't measure financially the stress that you feel. So in my opinion, for that client that has that scenario, money sitting in a savings account, they have a balance on their credit card, oh, loud car. Um, I definitely think that one of the strategies you should look to utilize, first of all, have a conversation, always have a conversation first with a professional. Um, but it would be to take that money from your savings account, keeping in mind you want to keep that buffer, that $1,000 emergency fund, and paying off your credit card would, would make a lot of sense. Now, if you were somebody that told me that you wanted to um, retire and your retirement savings weren't on par, then maybe we need to have a different approach, right? Because the power of compounding interest is something that's really important. So maybe it's you know, and by paying off the debt, you can actually be freeing up that cash flow. So if you in that scenario had a $5,000 credit card balance, paid that off, you're now able to take that $100 a month and invest it. Over 30 years, you're looking at about $68,000, right? That power of compounding interest, just earning a 4% interest rate. So there are so many different scenarios, so many different ways you can slice it and dice it. Again, it goes back to defining what your goals are improving that cash flow, really looking at your cash flow, understanding if there is debt, why there's debt, you know, was it just a one-off? Oh, my furnace blew. It's the middle of winter. We obviously need a new furnace. So we bought one. We didn't have the money available. So we put that on our line of credit and now we're paying that off. Okay. So now that tells me that we don't have an emergency fund. We don't have a, a, enough of an emergency fund to pay that off. Right? So building up an emergency fund, as well as paying off the debt might be the solution in that case. If you're somebody that wants to retire and start investing in and really turn your money into wealth, well, now we have to look at paying off the debt and increasing wealth. And it's, sometimes it's not an either or, sometimes it's both. So again, it's a complicated answer and not a cookie cutter answer. It's not something you can just Google and like, I'm sure if you Google, should you save or pay off debt, you're gonna end up with 42,000 different opinions on that. It really truly comes down to define your goal, define your goal, what is it? And how can you get there in the most efficient way? So thank you so much for tuning in. I'd love to hear what you think of this episode. Again, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, take a screenshot, rate and review on if you're on iTunes. I'd love to hear from you. Take a screenshot, throw it on your Instagram stories. Tag me at, at Heidi Rumor. I'd love to hear from you. If you're listening to the Facebook group, do the same thing. I'd love to hear from you what you think. Should you, if you had an if you had the money, should you be saving or paying off debt? I'd love to hear from you. So hope everybody has an awesome rest of your day and we'll talk soon. Bye. Mm-hmm.